This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here today. Our guest is John Weed uh, from Electric Pro. Sorry about that. Holidays are in full swing, which means it's time to decorate the house if you haven't already. But if you have to be careful when you're hanging up those lights, how many strands of lights is safe to connect to a single outlet? What type of extension cords and power strips should you use? And how do you know your lights are safe for bad weather. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an Live MPB Think Radio podcast. Here previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Officials Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Was 6.5. The U.S. and five other Western powers are calling for an immediate ceasefire in the Syrian city of Aleppo. NPR's Michelle Kellerman has more. In a strongly worded statement, the Obama administration joined Canada, France, Germany, Italy, and the U.K. in calling for an end to the bloodshed. It says 200,000 civilians, including many children, are cut off from food and medicine, while Aleppo is being subjected to daily bombings and artillery attacks. It adds Syria and its Russian backers appear to be targeting hospitals and schools in a, quote, attempt to wear people down. Just this week, Russia vetoed a security Council resolution calling for a seven-day ceasefire. Moscow complained that the vote was forced to undercut its talks with U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, Washington. The CEOs of AT&T and content company Time Warner will appear before a Senate antitrust subcommittee today. They're defending their $85 billion proposed merger. NPR's Yuki Noguchi reports it's hard to gauge how much political support the deal will have. AT&T's proposal to buy Time Warner, the world's third largest media conglomerate, sparked a lot of protests when it was first announced in October. President-elect Donald Trump, then still on the campaign trail, spoke out against it, saying it would concentrate too much power under one corporate roof. But supporters of the deal argue this is a vertical merger, similar to that of Comcast and NBC Universal, and therefore that it does not present antitrust concerns. Opponents of the deal say that consumers do not stand to benefit and that bearing content companies with distribution networks will limit how consumers can access content. Yuki Noguchi, NPR News. Washington. There are dueling court rulings in Michigan over what happens next in a recount of ballots cast in the presidential race. Michigan Public Radio's Rick Pluta has more. Republicans and the campaign for President-elect Donald Trump will ask a federal judge to scrap the recount as it heads into its third day. The recount was requested by Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein. But Republicans say with 1% of the vote, Stein has no chance of winning in the end and so has no right to demand a recount. The Michigan Court of Appeals agreed. But state elections director Chris Thomas says he won't stop the recount without the okay from the federal judge who said it should go forward. I'm not uh, headed to jail for contempt of a federal court. That I'm not doing. 
So as one court says the recount can continue, another says it never should have started in the first place. For NPR News, I'm Rick Pluta in Lansing, Michigan. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrials are up eight points at 19,259. This is NPR News. The National Weather Service says a dangerous blizzard is blanketing the northern plains, especially parts of North Dakota. The service is warning wind chill readings could reach 15 degrees below zero. Meanwhile, the Weather Service is cautioning western New York State is under a snow warning. Snowfall amounts of between two and three feet are expected to accumulate there through this weekend. An American fighter jet has crashed off the coast of Japan in the Pacific Ocean. From Tokyo, John Matthews reports the pilot is reported to have ejected and Japanese self-defense forces are currently conducting operations to rescue him. The jet was based at Marine Air Station Iwakuni in western Japan, where around 5,000 U.S. troops were stationed. The base is used for training and air patrol operations. Japan's Ministry of Defense says one of the base's F-A-18 Hornets crashed just after sunset, around 55 miles south of the Japanese island of According to the ministry, Japan's self-defense forces immediately dispatched three ships and six aircraft to conduct search and rescue operations. U.S. officials have not confirmed the cause behind the crash, which comes only three months after a U.S. Harrier went down off the southern island of Okinawa. For NPR News, I'm John Matthews in Tokyo. Officials in Bolivia have detained the head of the Colombian charter airline whose plane crashed in Colombia last week. 71 people were killed, including nearly all the members of a popular Brazilian soccer team. Two other airline officials have also been detained. Bolivian officials say they want to learn whether safety regulations had been followed before the accident. One theory for the crash is that the plane ran out of fuel. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include EuropaCore, with the new thriller Miss Sloan, starring Jessica Chastain. In the high-stakes world of politics, Elizabeth Sloan is the most feared power broker in D.C., but learns that winning comes at too high a price. Everywhere December 9th. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Weed from Electric Pro with the big truck. The holidays are in full swing, which means it's time to decorate the house, but you have to be careful when you're hanging up those lights. How many strands of lights is safe to connect at one time to one outlet? What type of extension cords and power strips should we use? And how do you know your lights are safe for bad weather? Uh, You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you doing today, fellas? Oh, good for me. Doing great. I think think the show is going to be electrifying. (laughs) Where's the rim shot, Jonas? You missed your opportunity. 
Okay. I miss rehearsal. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and and also we're going to have to throw in some like jingle bells or something at some point. Just, I was doing you know, a little singing earlier. Yeah. Also yeah. missed in rehearsal. What's going on here? I know. Where you been? Yeah, and, we, yeah. Dell came in singing Christmas tunes this morning. So can we get some Christmas vacation going or something? Ooh, Christmas <laughs> vacation. Too? What station is this? It's good. Um, it's right. <laughs> Christmas bonuses <laughs> and everything. All right. Yeah. yeah of course, Dell. <laughs> so how, how how's business, Dell? How's things going? Oh, it's good, man. Um, what are you working on? Well, um, this morning we put in a stove for Grandmama, and uh, she got a new upgrade and um, got up to cold and everything. Didn't realize <laughs> the original stove didn't have a cutoff valve or nothing, so we just changed it all out for her. She's, okay. She's good. And I also um, installed a camera for one of my friends um, up on the light pole. He got the birdhouse look. And, oh, cool. Uh, it was so far up, man. We didn't realize that pole was up there. Uh, you know, the forty foot ladder. I was like, right. "Wow, man!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking twice about going up this high again. Yeah, that's what you want to do if you want to install a camera really high up on a pole. It's called a roofing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And get up on a ladder. Uh, Jeff, how's it going? I know you had your uh, home for troops. Uh, uh, your we your did. Day. We had a we had our volunteer day. Uh-huh. Of course, it was raining, uh, muddy. Cold. I, I saw the pictures that yes. um, you're putting outside on that on that day. We had some uh, <laughs> military, had some Marines show up, and uh, thank goodness, one of them said, "Look, if you want this sod laid, the best thing you can do is get out of the way and let the military handle it." Right. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, that, that's what they did. Seventeenth, um, we will present the keys to the veteran, uh-huh. and uh, him and his family will spend Christmas. In that home wow. this year. That oh, is fantastic. fantastic. Congratulations, man, for Thank getting that you. done. John, how's business? It's good. Yeah. I've uh, been working with Jeff on a lot of projects and uh, home for our troops and so, uh, staying me, busy. Is there a busy season for electricians? Uh, usually after the first of the year. Really? Is when it really starts uh, getting back really? to normal. Okay. All right. So, uh, but this isn't really holiday time for you guys, is it? I mean, you still have it stuff slows to do. down during the month of December, um, late November. This is why December. we can get John here today, by the way. So, <laughs> right. All right. Uh, talking about electricity, and I was telling, I was telling uh, you guys before we started the show. This is the third time I'm going to tell this story. I was driving by a house the other day and saw someone had strung a uh, an extension cord to the soffit in their home. And then had it come down, it was like hanging down. I, I guess they must have stapled it to the south of it or something. But anyway, it was hanging down, and they had plugged lights into it and wrapped the lights around a gutter. And I thought, what is it about this time of year right. that makes us believe that not only can we take electricity and uh, put it in water, oh, yes. uh, you know, dip it in water, and then wrap it around something aluminum? And think that we're cool. We see it and every day. I know. What? What? Why do we do that? Uh, do we I do think, it every year? I think, I think Chevy uh, Chase taught us how to do that. Chevy Chase taught us. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, that's true. I, and my, you know, my my wife, you know, uh, makes fun of me every year that she wants twenty thousand yes. Italian twinkling lights. More oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. right, yeah. So, um, so anyway, there there has been some upgrades in Christmas lights, though. And I went shopping this year and noticed that uh, for just a little bit more dollars, you can uh, upgrade to LED Christmas lights. Uh, John, the big question are, uh, do they use as much power and are they safe? LEDs are the way, definitely the way to go nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, they use a fraction <clears throat> of the ampacity of the uh, normal incandescent 
uh, the C7s and C5s. So if you no, uh, you say you can't do that to us, John. What's C7, C5? The C7s tell. and the C5s are the older uh, incandescent um, type Those lights, two wire lights, uh, 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 annoying little light bulbs that yeah, the ones that go out in the whole yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yes. the whole row. Oh, so. no. That's a by the way, if if you're the person who has to replace the little bulbs and the Christmas lights, remember what you're doing, okay? But you notice when you take that Christmas light out, it has these two little copper pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that that is a wire connection. That's don't right. stick so, your don't stick your finger in the hole. Don't uh Don't do know. it plugged up. Right. <laughs> Probably best not <laughs> to do it. Definitely don't do that. Yeah. Out um, in the rain. Out in the rain. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So um so there's a lot of questions about these lights coming up. What type of fire hazards do you usually see with Christmas lights this time of year? What do you usually see? Uh, and, you and, just described one of the main oh, yes. um, things we see is overloaded conditions. Um, people using the wrong type of lights outside. There are different light ratings. How do you, um, how do you tell? Like, say, I'm going to the store and I see literally pallets. Okay. Of string lights. How do I know which ones are indoor and which ones Your are outdoor? Indoor lights mm-hmm. will have a green UL sticker on them. Oh. Your okay. outside lights will have a red UL sticker on them. That's really? the major mm-hmm. differences. I've know never that. known that. All right. All right. I so those so, are Christmas colors. All right. So the inside. So the inside lights are have a a green UL sticker. That's correct. And the outside lights have a uh, a red UL sticker. Right. And as Jonas asked. What does that mean? Uh, it's a rating. It's uh-huh. like a NEMA rating for uh-huh. your uh, for your lights. And another way to tell is uh, if they have a gasketed uh, type fuse in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose this again, John. If it has uh, a weather tight connection between uh-huh. the lights, when you when you plug them in, uh-huh. instead of just a regular plug in. Oh, okay. That makes them outdoor rated. Huh. All right, all right. That, that's something to know, though, because right. now, now, uh, will anyone actually say it on the box? This is for indoor outdoor use. It'll tell, tell you on the box mm-hmm. uh, how many feet do not exceed. Um, uh-huh. Like most C sevens are uh, three sections of lights, three twenty five foot sections, but it'll actually say on the box right. that it comes in not to exceed three or two, two to three. Okay. Uh, sections per per outlet <clears throat> per per circuit per circuit. Okay. So, uh, oh, by the way, oh, number so we to call. Just time all in. Right. By the way, number <laughs> calls eight seven seven MPB ring. If you have a question, any sort of electrical question today, actually is fine. But we are talking about Christmas lights and uh, any other electrical things going on for the holidays. Now, uh, what, you're going to ask something, Jeff? Yeah. Well, no, I was going to make a comment. Uh-huh. Um, in the last 30 days, we've been involved in two house fires. Uh, I don't, uh, this is kind of getting off of the Christmas lights a little bit, but I think it's important to share this. Uh-huh. Um, people will go out. Just about everyone has a, a refrigerator in their garage or something, an extra refrigerator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The refrigerator is always too far away from the receptacle. So what's the best thing to do is go get that little cheap brown extension cord that costs you $2. Oh, wow. Yeah. You plug that in, and that's how both of these fires started. Really? 
Um, that that compressor on that refrigerator is constantly going on and off, uh-huh. drawing. I don't know, John. How many amps? Uh, on refrigerator, about uh, four hundred and the newer ones, four hundred fifty to okay. six hundred watts. We can say and, a lot. And that yeah, yeah, and that cord may be rated for half of that or right. something. And uh, both of these house fires were started with that little cheap cord. Wow. That yeah. is really something to so know right it's now. It's something to think about. Yeah, Absolutely. a refrigerator should be on a heavier cord than a little uh, throwaway dollar one. Well, think about it. You've got a heavy cord on your refrigerator for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to plug it into the light, cheap one. Right. With, you know, you're not thinking. You probably have to uh, break the prongs off to plug it in. Yeah, it's letting you know ready. it's not ready. Anytime. I, I know that uh, in moving appliances, which I've done several times, appliances are heavy. And the cords are well insulated so that one of the things that happens a lot, the cord gets stuck, gets pinched in a wall, something of that nature. If you've got a small cord like the little brown extension cord, uh, it'll, it'll peel that jacket back real easy and real yeah. quick yeah. And, and expose the wires. So that's, that's something <clears throat> that you can get into. Now, let's see. What happens if you're trying to use indoor lights for outside? What, what's going on? Well, you end up with uh, corroded sockets. Um, you end up with um, what well, main thing is corrosion and water getting into the the lights and uh, so causing them to short to buy out. New lights every year. Pretty much. Um, another thing about the the lights is most people put them in the attic mm-hmm. when they get done with them. Yeah. The attic is extreme temperatures during the uh, summer, the summertime. Right. Mm-hmm. So the best thing, what I tell everybody to do, is pull your lights out. String them out outside, do a visual inspection, uh-huh. check all the wires for, for breakage or uh, uh, dry rot, right? and then plug them in and before you even attempt to put them on your trees or outside. See, this is why people buy new ones. Exactly. Because, because they don't have cheap. to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a buck right. fifty a box for incandescence. Right, right. You know. So, when they're going to burn out before the uh, season? You well, know. when the season's over, you don't care. You know, yeah. I mean, you just put them up and you're you're gone. All, All right, right. Uh, Mara's on the line, and Jackson's got a comment about the show. Are you with us, Mara? Mara, are you there? Oh, yes, I sure am. So what's I, going on this morning? Well, I, I listen to y'all's show all the time, and I am just tickled this morning. <clears throat> I'm the spokesperson for Energy Mississippi. And um, this is a big message we try to get out about holiday lighting safety every year. So I'm really glad to hear you guys uh, discussing it this morning. And um, a couple of things I would add to that discussion Mm -hmm. that you haven't mentioned is that when you're stringing those outdoor lights, Uh um, to be aware of any overhead power lines or the service line coming into your house. Absolutely. Working with the ladder. Oh, yes. And to use a wooden ladder. And not a an aluminum one. This is this is interesting that you bring up that point. I use my aluminum ladder, um, <laughs> but yeah, if you if you actually if you if you uh, if you ever see an electrician's truck rolling down the road, they're gonna have a wooden ladder on that truck somewhere or or a way. Yeah, fiberglass. You know, fiberglass. fiberglass yeah, wooden ladder's hard to find now, but right. yeah, fiberglass is is definitely the way to go. Right. So, but well, I really appreciate that, Mar. That's cool. What did you say you do? I'm the spokesperson for Entergy Mississippi. Wow! So this wow! This time of year, you know, we try to tell people not to same things you are this morning, not to overload your circuit. Right. Uh, the, the LED lights are great invention. I would add to that. Um, candles are very dangerous. I, I know y'all are talking about electricity and appliances, but. 
the, one well, of the greatest applies. inventions to me are these little wax candles that use batteries. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, They yeah. look like the real thing. And I actually so lit one. Paper. Did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. You lit <laughs> one. In, in my house, I thought like it with was a lighter. Uh, I thought it was a candle. Oh, my wife told me. <laughs> she said, that's not a, uh, a candle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mara, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the comments. There, there is a lot of things. Let's see. Um, now, here's the, the old joke. Okay, everybody, anyone who saw the movie Christmas Vacation gets the joke. Okay, he goes, uh, and, and also uh, a Christmas story where he goes up and and uh, there's a problem with the lights and he walks up to the wall and there are, you know, because the light plugs have plugs, or the, the plugs have outlet or, or plugs on them. Right. right. So you can just keep plugging in. So they walk up to the wall and there's like eight of them plugged sure. in. It's like a snake coming down the wall of all the plugs. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, so how many of those things can you honestly put into an outlet safely? Okay, um, it depends on the circuit type. Is it a 15-amp or a 20-amp circuit? Mm-hmm. Typically on a 15-amp circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is most common. Is a maximum wattage of 1,800 watts. Uh-huh. Put it uh, in you English stay within, huh? So put it in English for us. Uh, well, you want to stay within 80% of that, so uh-huh. around 1,400 watts on a 15-amp circuit. That's pretty much the rule. Uh-huh. So you can uh, take your lights, add up the wattages, uh, a lot of times when you buy new ones, too, it'll come with a wattage uh, right. of that circuit on it. Okay, so for those of us who do not read the box at all, how many strings can we put off of one outlet? Well, there's several ways to do it. You can look at the bulb, and it'll uh-huh. have a wattage on it if it's an incandescent. Uh-huh. It'll have like a 5-watt bulb in it or 7-watt bulb, and you just uh-huh. take that times however many bulbs is on there, then that gets your total wattage. Right. So you're not going to give me a number like 3 or 4, are you? <clears throat> Uh, typically, um, on incandescents, uh-huh. uh, C7s and C5s, no more than three, three, three to five max strands. Okay, okay. And then now you can do one, one more thing. LEDs are different. You okay. Can, you can go to your panel, uh-huh. open it up, and uh, John, you tell me if I'm correct here. Isn't it going to tell you the, um, um, oh, what's the word? I'm looking uh, amperage Absolutely. on that breaker. If it's it a will. 15 amp, mm-hmm. well then. You know that, right? That's you, how much you, want, you have. You want you want eighty percent of that fifteen amp. Right. If you know where it is that you're plugging in, what what breaker that coincides. You're with. right. And right. if you don't have the old fuel box like I have, the fuel breakers. Oh man, you got a fuse box? Nah, I, I just okay. I, I saw one in the old house though. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it. They don't make these anymore. All right, we're going about to get to uh, Jerry is on the road about cords and outdoors. But we're going to take a quick little break here. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break, listeners. What problems uh, are you having with your holiday lights? Are you thinking about when you drove to work this morning? You got to work. You listened to the show and you thought, how many lights do I have plugged in right now? So, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Support for MPB comes from Kyle Wynn & Associates, an elder law firm with offices in Ridgeland, Diamond Head, and Hernando, assisting clients throughout the state with estate planning, including trusts, avoidance of probate, and nursing home asset protection. Details at kyle-wynn.com. The end of the year is the perfect time to get rid of that old car that's been taking up space in your driveway or garage. Why not let someone else sell that car for you while you simultaneously contribute to MPB? Donations received by 12 a.m. local time on January 1st count for the 2016 tax year. Wrap up your year in the spirit of holiday giving and receive a tax deduction for your vehicle donation to MPB. To donate or learn more, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Weed of Electric Pro. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Having a lively discussion about Christmas lights um, <laughs> before the break and actually even during the break where, where uh, Jeff mentioned that, you know, when it comes to Christmas, for some reason, all rules are out the window. You'll plug in anything to just about anything else yes. and, 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 and do it a thousand times over. All right, let's go to uh, John, who's been waiting for No, wait, 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 it's Jerry who's been waiting on the road. You got a question about cords and outdoors. You with us, Jerry? Yes, I am. This is you guys and all you listeners, by the way. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So what's going on? Uh, well, first of all, I want to make uh, a point uh, that I, something that I do myself. Uh, for those who have a lot of light in and around the house, and, you, and when you want to cut them off, what I do, I have to buy some timers where they can cut all off by themselves. I buy a little remote control outlet switch where you can just pop me out there where you have to run around unplugging lights and plugging in lights all the time of the day and night. I think that's a good idea. That's Absolutely. a great idea, Jerry. As a matter yes. of fact, my wife mentioned to me this morning to mention to people about the uh, automatic light systems, and including the smart light systems that you can turn them on and off with your phone and set set timers and things like that. That's yeah. a, that's a but good point. I, yeah, what I was talking about, I have a neighbor uh, who you know has a lot of lights and he runs extinction cords everywhere. But what he does, he when it has a system, he wraps it up in plastic, and then he fills it off with tape where water won't get in it. And then for those like the inflatables and the um, beers and that out from his yard, he sticks it on a stake up off the ground, like all the rain we just had this past week, you know. Is that a safe thing to do? He's been doing it for years, but is that a safe thing to do? Uh, you saying uh, regular type lights, wrapping them up in plastic? Yeah, an extension cord to a light switch, to your Christian lights and an extension cord. He he wraps it up in plastic and tapes it on where water can't get to it. So, like when we have all the rain that we just had. Oh, the extension cord? Off mm -hmm. the ground. As long yeah. as it's plugged into a um, a uh, ground fault type uh, outdoor receptacle, uh, you should be safe. Um, that'll prevent you from getting uh, electrical shock. The, uh, tell us what the ground fault ones look like. Uh, all your outdoor uh, receptacles, 
on your newer homes mm-hmm. will have a push button, little red and black button in there. Right. It's a ground fault receptacle, which... Uh, it's like the ones that are in your bathroom and they, kitchen. Right. Yes. And a lot of them will be tied into the bathroom uh, ground fault. Right. Some of them are. Yeah. So you'll know when the Christmas lights go out when you're in the shower and the power goes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. It works out perfect. Again, electricity and water. All right. Uh, a whole bunch of folks ready on the phone. Let's go to uh, what's the next one here. We've got uh, John uh, about a comment about the plugs. What's going on, John? Hello. I work in a hardware store, and I just want to uh, throw out a little caution for people. Uh, you know that Christmas lights have a male plug on one end and a female plug on the other end. Yes, sir. And invariably... At least a couple of times every Christmas season, someone comes in and asks for a plug that's male on both ends. Uh, I call it a suicide plug, and it's a big joke for us when someone comes in and asks for a suicide plug. That's right. Uh, Have they ever made anything like that? No, if you made that, if somebody used it and their little kid got electrocuted, you would be in for a libel suit of your life. Yeah, it sounds Absolutely. like it, it, it sounds like. Well, they got you just plug it into itself. Someone self. has made a homemade one. Oh yeah, you know yeah. it. If if the, if the idea has happened, someone has done it. There's a redneck somewhere that said, "Watch this." <laughs> There's a redneck with a burnt house around somewhere. Yes. <laughs> and it all becomes because they put up a string of lights the wrong end first and yes. they don't want to take that string of lights down and put it up again. Right. That's a really good point that you say that and I do it every year. <laughs> After I get it just glowingly perfect along the gutters of the house and then realize that the plug's at the wrong end and have to get the ladder back out and do it again. So that's a good point. Do that before. That that goes to what John was saying before about laying the lights out in front of all that stuff first and checking them. All right, thanks a lot. We appreciate it, John. Let's go to uh, Marsha and Jackson. A question about circuits and bulbs. See, you're already over my head with the whole circuits thing, Marsha. What's going on? Hey, uh, he said earlier that uh, the the box had the you can only have so many streets of lights on a you know circuit, right? That's what right. What are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? So, what is define a circuit? Is that like? Several plugs can be on one circuit kind of thing. Uh, let's say you got the uh, you're plugging in your Christmas lights to your outside receptacle. Okay. Most likely that receptacle is going to be if it's outdoors going to be 20 amps rated. Okay. So uh, that would be around 1900 uh, watts that it's rated okay. for at 100 percent. Okay. Uh, okay. The general rule is to say within 80% of the circuit's impacity. So that's okay. going to put you around uh, 1,500 watts on that 20 right. amp. So you, right, okay. You take your normal uh, number of lights, uh, figure out uh-huh. your wattage, and you just divide okay. that by your voltage, and that will give you your impacity of your lights that you're going to be plugging into that circuit. Okay. Uh, say that Mar- Marcia, formula again. I, th- yeah. I think I can clean this up for you. There you go. Um, what 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 John's saying? Um, uh-huh. Let's say that that one circuit would be three or four plugs inside your house. That would be a circuit. You with me? I was asking. Yeah. Okay. So I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where she was getting confused. I think. Yeah. Would, yeah, would different rooms be on different circuits? It depends on when it was wired. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody. Well, how do you know? Well, I tell you what. Well, you can uh, find that circuit. If you don't have a meter, plug a light into it and go to your panel box until you uh, the light goes out, and whatever's affected on that circuit will be tied into that one circuit mm-hmm. when you turn it off. That might, be worth, that might just be worth doing just for general knowledge anyway. Absolutely. You know what? I did label them, Dan. I did the exact same thing in my yes. house a couple of years ago, and the reason why I did that, and I did to every outlet in the home, and the purpose for that was when it was time for me to turn the power off at the box for some reason, and I didn't want to turn off the entire house. Let's say I wanted to change a ceiling fan. All I had to do was just flip that breaker, and it was off, and then I could change the ceiling fan. Right, right. Follow? right. But but it's hard to know what, what controls what until you go around and check it's a good idea. Be labeled. It's a good idea to have everything labeled mm-hmm. in your house. Yeah, oh, I love for safety. it. Safety. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it, Marsha. All right. Let's uh, go on to uh, Brandon in Louisiana. Has got a comment on safety. We could use as many of those as possible. What's going on, Brandon? Hey. Hey. Got a tip. All right. You got a house with aluminum siding. You take that oh uh, staple gun and start stapling up the oh. Uh, lights on the side of your house uh-huh if you go through that sheathing on them christmas lights your whole house will light up <laughs> <laughs> are you talking from experience yes I, i've got an older house trailer i was stringing them across uh, i was actually using duct tape but it had caught something of sharp edge uh-huh. right when i come off the ladder leaned up against the house Sweet. It was grounded. <laughs> Man. You know, it turns it into a, a, a normal lightning rod. Right. <laughs> I am. Watch this. I'm ready to say, Brandon, that that is, at least in the top five, most awesome stories of call-ins a so YouTube far. Moment. Fix It 101. Yeah, it's definitely a YouTube moment. So don't do that. All right. Appreciate it, Brandon. Thanks. So um, how do you know? If you have too many strands of light plugged into one socket. Now, we talked about this right before the show is that, you know, every year a neighbor and I fought with the fact of, you know, it would be completely done out front. You plug it in and there would be a couple of sections of the lighting that would just not come on or be out for some reason. What is that? Uh, Well, you have two types of circuits. You have a series and a parallel circuit. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's. If one light bulb out, most of them, it'll say on the package, it's either series or parallel wired. Mm-hmm. But if it's a series circuit, one light goes out, the rest of them behind it go out. Gotcha. If it's parallel, then one bulb can go out and everything stays on mm-hmm. besides that one bulb. Okay. All right. It's an easy way to check that. All right. So so portions of strands can go out? On a on a parallel wire, mm-hmm. you can have one light go out and then all the rest of them stay on. Mm-hmm. But on a series, it has to go through that resistive element right. to get to the rest of them. Okay, all right. Um, that's pretty much the easy way to ch- to check that. Okay, all right. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. So how do you know when it's time to throw them out and get new ones? I mean, do they show wear, rust? What do they? I mean, they're as cheap as they are nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have any kind of, um, if they're they're any kind of bad shape, mm-hmm. I would say replace them. Uh, one thing with LEDs uh, versus the incandescents, mm-hmm. they have a third wire 
inside the um, inside the sheath, right? And they tangle. They tangle easier than the incandescents do because um, of the spacing of the light. Oh, okay. Is a lot less. Uh-huh. Um, so if they're bad, I say get new ones. Don't even worry trying to repair old ones. Okay. Okay. That's my um, recommendation. I am going to ask a question about colors and power cords when we get back okay. because that's uh i think that's important we want to talk about that we'll continue our discussion after the break listeners what problems are you having with your holiday lights or any electrical issue really call us with your questions comments or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 mpbonline.org we'll be right back Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and our guest today is John Weed from Electric Pro. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, so before the break, I asked you about we're, we're going to talk about colored cords. If you go to your local hardware store, any big box store that sells uh, uh, extension cords, and that's a lot of them this time of year because everybody gets into the act this time of year because uh, there's a lot of money to be made in Christmas lights. So uh, when I go and I stand in front of the big rack of, of extension cords, I notice one thing pretty quick is that there are different colors. Right. What Do the colors have any meaning? Yeah, typically uh, your yellow cords uh-huh. uh, will be 15 amp. Um, hmm. Your orange cords will be um, 20 amp. Uh-huh. And uh, they have different variations of 15. I've seen them in red. Right. Um, 
the best thing to do is look on the package right. and it'll tell you. Now, what what is each individual? Let's say let's say I'm I'm doing Christmas lights right. outside and and I need an extension cord for outside. What do I need to buy? Um, if you want to spend money one time, mm-hmm. uh, get you a good twelve gauge cord, and it'll last you as long as you take care of it. It'll last you forever. Really? Okay. And uh, does that have a color? Um, you can get them in red. I've, most of them are orange. Okay. Okay. Most of them are orange. But it needs to say. It needs to say what on it when I go. It'll to have it. a twelve gauge wire in it. Uh-huh. Um, and it'll say that on the on the little box. Say, or it'll say twelve gauge twenty amp. Okay. Is that that heavier cord? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now that's that's going to be a fairly expensive cord too, correct? Right. Okay. A good fifty footer is going to run you about sixty five dollars. All right. Hit me with the cheap. But you can get a shorter one. Probably if you just would it be good for a fridge or something like that? I don't recommend uh, plugging a refrigerator Mm. into extension cord. Period. Okay. Okay. I'd add a receptacle, Mm. uh, dedicated circuit. In that case, Mm. for the garage. Uh-huh. I'd put a new receptacle for that appliance. Okay. So um, is there, I noticed this time of year, it's really easy to find green cords, uh, kind of the fatter green cords. What's the deal with that? And I know they're probably for just decoration. I decoration. Guess. So so that could mean anything. A green cord could be anything. Most green cords are 12 to 15 amps that okay. I've seen. Okay. All right. Uh, well, good to know. Let's uh, keep going to the phones here, and we're going to start with uh, Elder and Macomb on a question on lights. What's going on, Elder? <clears throat> Hello. You're on You're on with Fix It 101. Hello. Hello. So you good had morning. a question about lights? Yeah, I'm about some leg twisted. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. I got a 10 by 32 house, and energy came out and uh, said I couldn't put box in the house, so they put it on the pole. And I have to go out at this trip all. But in the meantime, they only put a 15-amp breaker in there. Now, what can I do about that? Mm. Is this a uh, structure you're actually living in, your your yeah. home? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 10 by 32, that's uh, 320, 320 yeah. square that's 320 square feet. Yeah. You should have more than one circuit in there. Um yeah, that's what they put in there. They put a 15-amp breaker in there, and then if I turn the microwave on or the hot plate, everything go off. Sure. Right. Did you have a uh, Did you have an inspection on this uh, property? Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Might want to check with the uh, local inspector because you're supposed to have at least uh, two appliance circuits in any new home at minimum. Yeah. 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 Um, and your nail came out, and he said that. The house. I mean, it's a house, but he said they couldn't put it on the house, so they put it on a pole away from the house, and they put the mm-hmm. box on that, and then the electrician put a 15 out uh, breaker in there. And so if I turn everything on, everything go out. So are you calling okay. to ask? Are you calling to ask if you can increase the size of that breaker? Yeah. What can I do? Can I put another breaker in there? You need to add uh, some more circuits, basically. Um, you only can uh, put a a breaker in the size of the wire that's coming in. So if it's got a 15 on it, it's most likely going to be number 14 wire. Yeah, yeah. I just have some more circuits installed, but I do. Okay. I'm break it up. That's okay. the only really good way to do it. Okay. All right. Uh, appreciate it there, Elder. Going to move on to uh, Gary in New Albany. He's got a comment on lights and a mobile home for some reason. How are you doing, Gary? 
Oh, doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Did you hear our story about the electrified mobile home earlier? Yes, yep. and as a 64-year-old retired electronics slash electrician, I have a good story for you. Go for it. <laughs> it happened to me personally. Uh-oh. Back when I was real young. Uh-huh. That's usually how most good stories start. Go ahead. <laughs> Back when I was real young and just starting out and actually working in a plant, I came home one day to our uh, trailer. And lo and behold, my dogs and my father-in-law's dogs were sitting around barking at it. At the trailer? At the trailer. Mm, all right. And, of course, my favorite dog, well-trained, as a, as an ex-military guy, I you know I I had had some experience for that. Uh, as soon as I walked up to him, I, of course I was concerned. I said, "Well, well, we said we had rabies going around. No, they're not. I don't think they've all got rabies or anything like that." So uh, I went to, went to my dog, and as soon as I got up to him and patted him, he sat down on his haunches like he's well trained to do, and said, "I've done my job." I said, right. "What the heck's going on?" I walk up to the door, and as soon as I touch the knob, zap. Wow. <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about that. We just talked about that, yeah. Uh, and, and what had happened, and it took me a few minutes to figure this out, is we'd had some logging trucks going up and down the road, mm -hmm. and they had been continuously hitting my service line coming in, and they had knocked out uh, the neutral. Right. Yep. We were just uh, talking about that yeah. during the break. And, and uh, of course, your previous caller that had uh, talked about his experience with stringing lights on uh, aluminum siding brought that right. to mind. <laughs> I just thought you guys might uh, have one or share another story. That, uh... that was pretty good. I appreciate it, Gary. Uh, Bet you had some crazy voltage in that in that uh, that home there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, think uh, you know, I'd open the door. When I and of course I got shocked in the process. Fortunately, it it wasn't too bad because I was uh, I was wearing uh, 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 an old pair of shoes that uh, that. Uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, uh, going in there, lights were were acting funny. Uh, right. Um, all sorts of stuff. Typically, when that happens, it turns uh, one twenty appliances into. Uh, Around 216 volts going wow, to those man. when wow. you lose a neutral. Wow. That is nuts. All right, appreciate it, Gary. Let's go on to Bobby, and uh, he's got a question about safe cords. You with us, Bobby? Hey, Bobby. Yes. Hey, you got a question about safe cords? Yes. Uh, I have a concrete slab home, and I've got a situation where I just, the only way I can get electricity to a lamp, a couple of lamps, is by running the cord underneath a rug. Is oh. there a safe cord to do that with? They make a uh, special type of wire uh, that they use in, under carpet. It's a flat wire. Um, that's what I recommend you installing. It's made to go under carpet. Where, um, where can you find that, John? Uh, usually, uh, your local supply houses, like oh, okay. your um, you know your industrial supply houses, uh -huh. will have it. Or you can order it, and uh, we put it in a lot of houses that we have to go back and add uh, plugs under the uh, the floor. Right, it's uh, made for that application. Okay, all right, good deal. So it, it, is it like twelve gauge or? Uh, they've got different sizes and different conductors in there, uh, but it's actually a flat wire that's made to be walked on. 
So I, but I guess this, uh, it'd be safer to get something like a 12 gauge, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely stick with a 14 or a 12 uh, in a flat wire. Uh, extension cords under uh, carpets are a no-no, actually. Right. All right. Is that what? They're, they're not recommended. Yeah, I know. That's right. Okay. Thank you very much. That's real help. Thanks, no Bobby. Appreciate it. All right, let's move along to Scott in Pascagoula. has got uh, comments about outlets. What's going on, Scott? Hello. Hello. Hey, good morning, fellas. Morning. Good morning. What's um, up, Scott? I'm going to tell you all a little tip that I've learned. I work in property management, and when you're trying to identify what breaker in an unlabeled breaker box, mm-hmm. I, I travel around with a just a cheap old clock radio. Uh-huh. A turn. Plug it in, turn the radio on. If there's sound, it's on. If there's not, it's not. Right, right. Okay. That's actually right. good. That's a good way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that is a good idea. Yeah. That keeps you from running up and down the stairs. Yeah, yeah good idea. It, it does, and you also don't have to worry about, wait a minute, is the bulb blown? Right. If you're doing it with a, with, if you're doing it with a lamp, which I've done sure, before, sure. you got to worry about if the bulb went bad on you. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. There you go. Good idea, Scott. Appreciate that. All right, uh, you know what, uh, what? What problems can you can? Uh, we talked about the outdoor lights and uh, and indoor uh, extension cords. Let's get a little bit further into that in just a second. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll continue our discussion, listeners. What problems are you having with your holiday lights? Can you give us a call? Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Jonas laughing at me. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. The election is over, and the nation has a new president, Donald Trump, and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will keep bringing you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. So listen every day. This is an important message for all MPB viewers who use an antenna to receive MPB TV. On Monday, December 12th, our Dot One and Dot Two channels will change. MPB HD will move to Dot One. A brand new 24-7 children's channel, PBS Kids, will premiere soon on Dot Two. Subchannels Dot Three and Four will continue to carry Create TV and MPB Think Radio just as before. Cable and satellite viewers shouldn't be affected. If you have questions, please visit our website at mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here. And our guest today is John Weed from Electric Pro. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. 
That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking about lights, Christmas lights, electricity this weekend. It happens all the time. We always make fun of it every year. There's movies about it. How many things we plug into sockets. <laughs> stringing, stringing these uh, high heat little lights to a, a dry dead tree every year. Uh, we we do this. We do this every year. Then we plug in lights, lights. Remember, with 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 plugs on them, outside in the elements every year. Uh, no problem. And we hang them to things like gutters, you know, metal. Yeah, sure, you know. Sometimes uh, lights even, are hanging on by themselves. Yeah, and even um, and even uh, people put them on. Uh, I, I went by a house the other day that had steps up to the door, mm-hmm. and, the, and the 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 handrails are are, are are metal. Right, and of course they're they're strung with the lights sure. on that. And I thought, boy, if a wire gets uh, grounded on, yeah, yeah, in that in that you go to brand the handrail, and there you yeah. go. So um, a lot of questions about that this morning, and and uh, Mikey's on the line in Mobile, and this is a good question because this is beginning to happen uh, because a lot of people are moving to LEDs. Mikey, are you with us? Yes, sir. Um, I got a tip first. Um, the the circuit box thing, um, and I'm I haven't quite done this yet, but I'm going to um, either take a picture of it. And or make your own handwritten hard copy. It'll be worth a million dollars in the future. Absolutely. I tell you what, the uh, advancement of the cell phone has changed contracting as we know it uh, a lot. You're able to take a picture of something and come away with it. I tell you what, the best use for the camera in your pocket is if you ever have to replace a part on anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, Take yeah. a picture. <laughs> I don't even carry a pen anymore. Yeah, yeah, you don't even need it. That's, that's well, I, just a, got a new, I just got a new phone, first one with a camera. It shows you what a dinosaur I am. Right. So, uh, as soon as I learn how to use it, I will be. <laughs> good job, good job. All right, so you're... My, you're, my question is mm-hmm. mixing LEDs and... Uh, Incandescence. Now, my, my specific situation is I was looking at the ceiling fan, you know, the little bulbs that go in ceiling fans, uh, and I've only got two of them, and I need four. Um, and, and I started thinking about because I've been I've been collecting the LEDs. I love them. They are wonderful, and they draw since they draw a lower amperage load, right? Um, I'm figuring you can use more of them in some cases. But it never dawned on me before. Can you mix? Could I use two incandescents and two LEDs in the ceiling fan bulbs? Yes, you can. Um, but when it comes to dimming them, if you're trying to dim them. That's going to create a problem. It's got to have an LED yeah. limer, uh, dimmer. It's got to have an LED dimmer. Uh, right, right. I've got, I've got those, some of those for lamps, and so I got that part of it understood. Um, right. Great. Thank you so much, guys. As usual, you really, really helped me. Thank you. Anytime. Appreciate it. All right, so uh, one of the things we like to make fun of, Dell mentioned this earlier. <clears throat> we even talked about someone using a stapler to put lights on their aluminum home. Um, nails. Hooks, thumbtacks, <laughs> thumbtacks. Yeah, mean, no rules. Yeah. Just I, get the lights yeah, up. Right. Yeah, put the thumbtack between the wire. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. That's my favorite one. So, so, all right, John, tell us, number one, why not? And number two, a uh, good alternative. Uh, you can buy the actual plastic little hangers uh-huh. um, at Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever you buy your lights. They'll right. have the, the hangers. Use the, use the hangers that come with the lights. Right. There, it's not a coincidence that they're plastic. 
by the way. That's right. Um, uh, that way, <laughs> there's not actually any metal. And they made uh, a <clears throat> clip right up under the roof or, or the gutter without, um, you know, having to attach it like that. You yeah, know, causing damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a good point. Anytime, and, and, and I think there's a good rule of thumb, do not penetrate the shielding, the rubber part of your cord, your wire. So don't put a pin through it. Don't put a, a, a staple, a tack, a nail, anything. Right. You're better off using tape than you are that. So, uh, which, by the way, don't use tape. It leaves sticky stuff on your house. And that takes a minute yep. to get off. So 877-MPB-RING is the number to call. Um, so you already said how to uh, uh, store holiday lights. Is it okay to leave holiday lights on for 24 hours a day? Not recommended. Not recommended, really. Why is that? Well, it's just something you don't do. Um, mm-hmm. You don't want to go off and leave. Basically, I tell everybody, don't leave your lights on in your house. Right. Um, just not a good practice. Okay. Uh, anything can go wrong with, with electricity. Mm-hmm. And what we do at our home is um, if we're not there, the lights go off. Uh, while we're there, when we can see the lights, we use the lights. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a good rule. I mean, it's just a good practice rule. Yeah, you know, I had no law about that, that says there's no law that says you know you. It's just a general good thing yeah. to do. Just leave the house lit up. No. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm people conservative. Leave for, people leave for the weekend. Leave their lights on. You know. And they're basically considered a temporary light anyway. You know, it's it's not a, a fixed light that's in the home. So it's you know it's basically an additional light. Okay, so as 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 we wrap this show up, fellas, what are um, let's go ahead and kind of summarize uh, what precautions should you take when hanging up these lights? Well, definitely don't do them plugged in. That's the uh, the first thing. Ah, don't plug them in and then hang them. Okay, exactly. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you're getting up on a letter, make sure your letter is um, set properly footed and um, you know not um, wiggly wobbly. One one foot on the concrete and one foot in the yeah. flower bed. Yeah. yeah, definitely for going up on those two stories or anything like that. You know, something that we have not mentioned and we need to um, check your smoke detectors. Check oh, during the time of year. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very important. And uh, I mean, I, I can tell you, um, we got three fires either yesterday or the day before. So really, we're we're in the fire season. Oh man! And um, for two dollars, you know, you can you can buy a new battery. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's a really good point. And if you got gas heat, uh huh, make sure you got carbon dioxide detectors in your home. Oh yes, didn't think about that one. That's yeah, because that's okay. uh, that's another thing that takes people out um, is carbon dioxide during the season. Wow. Do they have uh, the smoke and carbon dioxide to take in yep. one? Yeah, they have together. the combo. All right, yep. good deal. All right, uh, that's it, folks. Fix the 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Sam Wells. For Del Moore, Jeff Simmons, and John Weed of Electric Pro, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brandt. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.